So it's not all that infrequent that we hear sentiments such as, don't judge anybody. Everybody is good. I really believe in the goodness of people. I believe everybody means well. Uh, don't be judgmental. Don't be, uh, everybody's right. Uh, you know, it's not so bad to, to do all these kinds of things. So what do we make of these kinds of sentiments? So an obvious thing to say is that to judge somebody free of guilt, we have to be innocent <laughs> ourselves. Meaning, uh, if, uh, uh, let's say, uh, a thief is being judged by other thieves, it's not a guarantee because sometimes the, the, the people, the, those of us that are the most guilty pro, uh, and, and fail to face it, project it in an extreme degree onto others. For example, <laughs> there's a case of, of, a, of a fellow uh, that was doing illicit things and the community members set a bunch of cameras to, to catch him doing it. After they had the evidence, they came to him and said, listen, uh, uh, sir, uh, you know, we found evidence of a person in the community doing such and such things. What do you think should be done to this person? And he said, oh, I can't believe this. So we have to, the, the life in jail, maybe just destroy them. Horrible, horrible. And, the, and then they showed him the video. <laughs> it's you, sir, that, that we met, right? So it's not, not exactly clear what the motive here would be. It could be compensation, could be a, a totally unconscious, just that projection. I, I don't see it in myself. I see it in others. But nonetheless, we see often enough that, for example, thieves uh, work together, the fraternity of pickpockets in Venice, in Europe, whatever the case may be. In Milan, uh, right, the, the, um, the, the members of a, of a cartel, of a criminal organization. So we don't, if, if thieves are judging thieves, that's not, we're not going to assume that that's going to be a fair judgment one way or the other, right? If uh, uh, somebody that is uh, uh, out of shape is asked to uh, uh, judge whether or not it's good to be out of shape or not. We're not. We're going to take what they say with a grain of salt, right? For example, we, this speaker recalls that, uh, uh, the, uh, a case of, of an individual who was really trying hard to be in the music industry and, and yet uh, was unable to, to really break through and get a good record deal. And, and this person claimed without a hint of irony in all sincerity that it's not about the uh, getting a, a, a signed it's not about getting a, a, a record deal you it doesn't mean it make or break you as a musician it doesn't mean you're successful or not successful so that a hint of irony a person who really really tried to, to get that done and failed is able to say such things without a hint of irony a person who really really tried to get wealthy and clicked on all of those shady disgusting uh, advertisements for uh, get wealthy in five seconds uh, every one, one of them i clicked i still failed to get wealthy for whatever reason and now i say i hate wealthy people it's not about the money right so we see that we cannot it's ridiculous to, to say these self-serving things but we do it without any self-consciousness sometimes it's, it's absolutely incredible right let's say somebody people don't think of me as as the most uh, sightly person on the planet and yet excuse me i go around telling people that looks are not the most important pay attention to personality right without any irony that that i want you to pay attention to my personality and not to my looks i want you to uh, overlook the fact that i'm not wealthy right i want you to overlook the fact that i'm not a thief or or that i'm a thief so we see we can't uh, uh, we can't be expected to, to pass judgment if we ourselves uh, uh, are guilty so consequently we would say 
that uh, we are only able to speak about the, the goodness of humanity and, and everybody meaning good and, and looking at the motives, right? I really understand uh, the, this criminal and this and that. When we ourselves are not a criminal, when we ourselves are not part of the problem, when I reduce my selfishness a little bit, then I can excuse the selfishness of others. When I reduce my animalistic behavior a little bit, I can excuse that of others because I'm not part of the problem. I can take real mercy, just like the gladiator in Roman times that wins can decide to take mercy on the, on the gladiator on the ground. But the gladiator on the ground does not have that option to take mercy on the other gladiator. So it's the same thing. I get wealthy and successful. I can talk about how wealth is not the most important. I, I'm beautiful. I can talk about how beauty is not the most important. I'm intelligent. I can talk about how intelligence is not the most important. But if I'm not, I have to have a little self-consciousness and self-awareness to not d- d- be a sore loser and knock down the things that I don't have. Right? If I live under the bridge, I have no right to knock people who live in nice homes. Let me first live in a nice home and then talk about it. You get the point? So that's the idea. I see there's some limits. I can say it's not good to be a serial killer without being a serial killer, but that's because that's not a perceived good. That's not a perceived good, and consequently, uh, unless a person is really envious of serial killers, goodness forbid, right? Not funny, but uh, unless in that situation, it's we can say things like that, that uh, it's not good to be uh, a, a genocidal, maniacal uh, tyrant without me having been one, unless I really, really want to be one, and I'm just jealous. So that's, that, that is true. But overall, we have to have that self-consciousness. But as it concerns, again, the moral things, the real motivation, again, behind our very ex, uh, exculpating attitudes, anything goes by me. I'm a very accepting person. It's because, first of all, I want you to accept me. First of all, I know that I'm not innocent. I have a lot of, uh, what's the word, um, skeletons in my closet, uh, right? And, and consequently, I want you to overlook my skeletons. So I'm going to overlook your skeletons. I'm going to do a little deal with you. Just like, again, the, the, the killer might, might say to another killer, you know, I'm going to overlook uh, the, in, in prison. We want to be buddies. You know, I'm going to overlook the fact that you took 10 innocent lives. You overlook the fact that I took 10 innocent lives or however many. And then we can be friends. We're not going to call each other out over it. Just it's a little hush-hush secret, right? Again, I'm in the, the criminal organization. I'm a, I'm a hit person. Overlook what I do. I'll, I'll overlook what you do and we'll be uh, brothers and sisters. So that that's, uh, again, it is what it is. But we want to clarify our thought. We want to shed light on these darker kind of uh, r- uh, ridiculous aspects <laughs> of our uh, um, the, uh, of our psychologies and of our behavior. And, uh, and consequently, we can do that. But we would say, if that we uh, or the first, consequently, kind of the the take home message there is that the first priority is me correcting myself. That's the priority. It's not excusing you. It's not saying that what you do is okay. It's me correcting myself. After I have cleaned up my act, I'm clean. I've returned the money I've stolen. I've stopped lying. I've stopped uh, 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 making up rotten ideologies to make myself feel good. I've stopped uh, my animalistic, impulsive, uh, uh, out-of-control behavior. After I've done all these things, I've humanized myself a little bit, then I'm free to be merciful because I'm not part of the problem. And then it wouldn't, in fact, make sense to look at the underlying positive motive for everything that we do. Meaning, looking back at the way I was, we would then, able, would then excuse me, be able to think. I recall how, excuse me, I turned to all of these negative uh, answers 
excuse me, wrong answers for the right problems. Meaning I, I have a problem, the right problem. I want connection. I want love. But the wrong answer is drugs. I have the right problem of wanting to feel powerful and empowered. But the right, the wrong answer, uh, or that's the right problem, the wrong answer is to do so by assaulting uh, and, and, and goodness forbid, murdering other people. I had the right question. How do I feel true pleasure? How do I feel true happiness? The wrong answer by engaging in inappropriate, unacceptable behavior. But I can remember that really that there's an underlying positive motive to that which I do. Uh, To everything that I did, and it stands the reason that that there's a positive underlying motive to everything that everybody else does. And now that I'm not part of the problem, I can acknowledge that. Now, having said that, it's it's a lot, asking a lot that, first of all, I have to correct myself prior to understanding that everybody means good. So I can begin that what we're basically, the, the point is here, that we're trying to avoid self-serving thought. If we begin immediately to say everybody means good, by everybody, we're going to think of the people that are like us and that, that do the things that, that we suspect are wrong. Uh, that, that we do. And that's going to be who we apply it to, right? And the other side, quote unquote, the others that, that I can feel good by projecting onto, I'm not going to take into, uh, their motives into consideration, right? When my, my side, the people that I associate uh, with and, and feel that, that I'm in cahoots with, right? You overlook my faults, I'll, I'll overlook your faults. When they do anything, no matter how destructive or horrible, it's no problem. They, they mean good. I see their motive. When the other side that I project onto, when I, that, that I spill all my rottenness onto, does even the slightest bad thing, then that's a big problem. I forget that they have a motive. So here, we can first, if we first perfect ourselves totally, we can just remember everybody means good because we'll be out of that whole disgusting nonsense uh, dialectic, (laughs) all those sides. But if we don't want to do that first, what we can do is we can remember that everybody means good, but starting with the people that oppose me, starting with the people that incriminate me, starting with the, 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 the ones that make me feel bad. For example, I engage in a destructive uh, disgusting behavior, and there's people that speak out against me. The first ones that I would remember that mean good are them, not me. Let me come to myself after, after I understand that that the uh, other people mean good. So that that would be an added nuance here, because we do want to remember that everybody means good, everybody's fundamentally good. But the problem is when we uh, uh, think of this in a self-serving way, uh, it, it becomes a discuss- It becomes a twisted thing. It just becomes part of our uh, ideological and intellectual and moral corruption. I always see the motives of the people that that make me feel good. I'm the serial killer. I always see the motives of the other serial killers. We're, we're a bunch of buddies, right? but I don't see the motives of the people that tried to stop me from being a serial killer. No. First of all, I see their motives. First of all, I understand the people that oppose me do so for good reasons. I have a, motive, a positive motive. And then after I really understand that, I can eventually hopefully get to myself and have a unity of outlook. And then hopefully that will also help me to actually stop doing what I do and to correct myself. So you can think about it. Thank you for listening.